At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. We are presented by Live. We, we no, I was about to say Live Bet Saturday. We are Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM, and all sorts of smooth talking like that can now be heard on Sports Matt Radio across the country. That includes some great spots. How about? Radio stations like the Tiger, 95.9 WAUD in Auburn, Alabama. You're listening live to the best sports betting news and information in the sports betting capital of the world. Somebody out there in Auburn, Alabama is like, he's talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Danny Smith. Danny Smith. Danny Burke. I am all over the place right now. All over the place. It's funny. I've got a buddy (laughs) whose name is Danny Smith. So uh, I don't know. I guess that's where my brain went. I am distracted because I'm watching basketball at the same time as I talk, something I should not be doing. By the way... It looks like we are going to overtime between Miami and NC State as a shot falls to the wayside here. So tied at 73 all, we are getting an extra period of play between Miami and NC State. We also tied West Virginia and Oklahoma at 70 apiece, 101 left to go. And I think, have we reached 70 total points yet in Wisconsin and Indiana? Uh, no, I don't think we got to that point, JVT. I don't know if we're ever going to get to that point. It's, uh, it's been a rough outing. That's for sure. Just an absolute dud, but you know what? Uh, I was going to say it's almost better than sweating it out and getting beat late, but this is just like, it just not historically bad, but it might be trending in that, uh, that territory. It's, it's looking very, very bleak 21 to 20 heading into the second half. My goodness, that's rough. I apologize. My phone was, uh, was going off there, but can I just mention, uh, Mitch Moss of follow the money fame was actually texting me. So it's a famous person. So just to let you know, there's credibility (laughs) here. Uh, Mitch Moss does like to text me here every once in a while. Uh, can I also mention, so, we were talking with Dieter Kurtenbach, who works for the Bay Area News Group earlier in the show, Danny, and we were talking about the weather, right? And Dieter was kind of along my line of thinking, which was I think the market's kind of overvaluing this whole weather deal. It is amazing. Social media itself is pretty incredible, right? So I saw in the break, I saw two different things when it came to the 49ers game, right? First, I see Jordan Schultz tweet out a video, clearly not taken right now because it's dark outside and stadium lights are on, right? And the whole field is covered in tarp, and it's pouring rain. And it's like, look at the torrential downpour in San Francisco. Then I see literally the next tweet, a retweeted picture of Levi Stadium right now, which is bone dry <laughs> with nothing going on, and a great comment from uh, the groundskeeping team, which is essentially like, yeah, field's fine. It, turf is firm. We're good. We're ready to go. 
it doesn't seem like there's going to be a problem. So I don't know what to make of what is happening here when it comes to this weather and what we're going to see. I will say this. I'm back in. So I have San Francisco minus 9.5. I have also bet this thing over 42. Since we talked to Dieter, since I've seen more about this weather, I feel relatively confident in thinking that the market is kind of overvaluing what we are seeing here from a weather standpoint. Yeah, and you're probably right. And let's be honest, too. With these two teams, you know what you're going to get in terms of offensive game planning regardless of the weather, right? Like the 49ers are a team that's probably going to look to implement Christian McCaffrey as often as possible regardless. Have safe and secure throws with Brock Purdy because we know he's not a guy who's going to be boom or bust and kill you so often in the deep throw. Uh, Geno Smith, I, you know, based on how he's playing, maybe they want to lean on Kenneth Walker a little bit more so, keep the ball out of the hands of San Francisco and wind down the clock that way. So despite what is going to happen with this weather, I don't think the game plan was going to be altered that much. And like you said, could be a good opportunity to take advantage of numbers that may have reacted a little bit too abruptly. You going to bet it over? Come on, let's go. Uh, I'll root for you there. On, you know, I, I think I'm done betting overs for the day, JBT. Uh, the other one just knocked me out of wanting to do that for quite. Well, I already have my over for the Chargers and Jags. So game, there we so. go. What are we doing? So, <laughs> so an over in a completely different sport with teenagers is going to take you off of betting an over in San Francisco and Seattle later today? No, not actually. I just don't want to curse you on that, man. You know, I, I don't want to bring the bad mojo your um, way. I would love to have one of the hosts on our NFL betting podcast be on the same side as me. Uh, <laughs> by the way, where can we find that podcast with you and Mike Baum? Hey, wherever you get your podcasts available, mm-hmm. baby. We've got you set up. You know, Matt Humans, our guy Matt Humans joins us too. We got the triad. Uh, we got me, we got Mike, we got Matt, and then Brady Cannon joins at the beginning of the week. So uh, really a uh, solid crew of guys to get you some good insight for all the NFL action. you got to work on your math. A triad is three people, but you named three others, including yourself. That's four. Well, you know, I was saying the triad of me, Matt, and Mike. Oh, okay. That's three. And then Brady was his own entity, you know, with – you know, earlier. So you don't week, respect but, uh, former Super Contest winner Brady Cannon. That's what you're saying. <laughs> oh, the respect's all. Hey, Brady, I'm not even kidding. Brady, for previewing Monday Night Games, whether it was a leader or best bet, the man hit every single pick except one Monday Night Game. He has been on fire wow, on this Mondays. season. So what's what's he got for uh, what's he got for Cowboys and uh, Bucks? Let's go. What's happening here? So, well, when we talked about it earlier this week, you know, he hadn't played anything yet because it was very early. Uh, I think he leaned toward Dallas, but we'll have a show on Monday and we'll get his official look. But I think he liked the Cowboys in that game, if I'm not mistaken. I'm really on fire on Wednesday uh, on plays on Wednesday afternoon after 2 p.m. when the uh, the the sun is in the seventh house. So I'm just letting you know that right now. <laughs> on fire when that happens. I think I'm hitting at a really <laughs> solid clip. Uh, so I hit you with a query, a question before we went to break. So again, I like to look at you know you're looking at different ways to attack certain things, have some fun. Um, you mentioned the Cincinnati Bengals. You think that there's still, by your ratings, there might be still some value in a number at plus 750, given the way that you hash out the probabilities of these teams winning the Super Bowl. You can get them at plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. If you're betting that and realistically think that the Bengals can win that, why wouldn't you also and or instead bet Joe Burrow to win Super Bowl MVP at 10-1? to 1? Because the probability of the Bengals winning the Super Bowl, Danny, and Joe Burrow not winning Super Bowl MVP, I think are very minuscule, I would say. I would agree with that. If the Bengals are winning, Joe Burrow is for sure going to win Super Bowl MVP unless something insane happens, like maybe Joe Mixon has a crazy game on the ground because they can't get any passing efforts to go, which or, realistically is I think it would be Jamar Chase, be right? Case. Like Probably Jamar Chase sure. would be the second option to, that if he goes mm-hmm. nuts, like three touchdown catches, one of them being ridiculous and a game winner, like something like that is the only thing that burns yeah. you. Right, exactly. But I think you're right. Like If you love the Bengals, you have a lot of confidence in them, that's the way to go about it. But I don't know if I would choose that over the plus 750, 8-1, whatever you're getting at bet, because if you're doing that, at least you have the option to hedge off of it, right? If you don't like the matchup in the Super Bowl, uh, if you want to in-game bet the other side based on what you say, you know, there's a lot of other ways to still make a profit if you're taking the team to win the Super Bowl versus the MVP where you are just stuck with the one guy. You're just stuck with that bet. If they're starting to look bad, there's not really a way out of it. I guess, I mean, in in a sense, I suppose, you know, if you're guaranteeing that Joe Burrow's going to win it, you could still kind of do that thought process of going with the other team. But I I think you just have a little bit 
more of expanded options with the team one, and it's not that big of a separation in terms of the odds. But I get what you're saying. Again, you could do both if you really have a high confidence level in them. I, I don't hate that that thought process of doing both. And in the, and the furthest we go, I mean, you know, the, the numbers are going to come down 10 to 1 right now. It could get if they move on, assuming they win, slowly kind of creeps down to like plus 850, keeps working and working and working. Because we've seen that happen before in the postseason. If you like a team to go far, you may just want to dabble with some of these uh, Super Bowl MVP bets before the numbers kind of just don't have that much value. So I'm laughing. I'm, I'm gonna, I have to see this with my own eyes. So Elliot tells me in my ear uh, that over at BetMGM, Joe Burrow has the same odds to win Super Bowl MVP as Brock Purdy. I hmm. okay. I highly doubt that to be the case. Again, when we're talking, Brock Purdy has been tremendous. Can I? I, I think I've said this. I'm going to come out and say this. All right, Brock Purdy's been great. Can we admit that he's in like one of the most quarterback-friendly systems in the National Football League? Has an immense amount of talent surrounding him, and that the probability of Brock Purdy winning Super Bowl MVP is not equivalent to Joe Burrow winning Super Bowl MVP. I get we love quarterbacks. I get that some voters cannot see past the position and look at a, a an award with nuance sometimes. But that is, frankly, somewhat ridiculous that Brock Purdy has the same. And I get it, right? They have a more probable path to the Super Bowl than the Bengals, mm-hmm. and he's a quarterback for that team. That should not be the case. I would say, again, as I kind of talked about earlier, Danny, since we're going down this path like Super Bowl MVP potentially – whether it's Brendan Ayuk, his top target since he took over starting quarterback at 130 to one, whether it's Christian McCaffrey in the range of 18 to one, if you want to go Debo Samuel in the range of 30, George Kittle at 100, I would think that it's the skill position players that you're looking at for the San Francisco 49ers to win Super Bowl MVP, not Brock Purdy. Again, I could be crazy. You tell me if I am, but I think that's the angle you're taking. I get that. That's like kind of your first hearing it and you're like what that should make sense like comparing the two don't quarterbacks do it, but again don't do but it again like look it, it's about the teams getting there don't and the quarterback it. is always going to be the short shot so if you're comparing the 49ers chances with the Bengals chances I think the Bengals have a great chance I think the 49ers even have a better chance because they have yeah and now we're hearing at DraftKings it's even better odds when, when you for, say better uh, are we Brock talking Curry. about like his odds are shorter to win it okay Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, Brock. Again, that's and, just the path to getting there, though, right? The 49ers have a more favorable path, and the narrative sets up for Brock Purdy. It's not saying that, hey, I think this quarterback's better. It's this team oh, has get, a better shot or just the same to get there, which the quarterbacks always have the advantage for the award. I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, if you're actually looking at the San Francisco 49ers again with the dangerous N word of nuance and understanding how they're getting this done, if they win the Super Bowl, if you're thinking about this logically, Danny, if you're cutting the pie, of who you're giving the you know credit to, I'm going to go out on a limb and players like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle are probably going to have bigger uh, you know a bigger pie a piece of the pie in terms of credit if they get that far as opposed to Brock Purdy and what he is asked to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get you, and you're right. I mean, out of all the teams, that would be the one squad where you would think a skilled player would have the best shot, especially or Christian McCaffrey with his narrative. Minnesota. Justin Jefferson. I don't think Kirk Cousins gets any credit for what he does, so maybe. That'd be the case. Justin Jefferson, by the one, uh, by the way, 101 if you believe in the Vikings. All right, we'll take our break. We have plenty left to get to. Brad Thomas joins us next. Get his thoughts. Hey, Chris McCaffrey, I think he's got a rushing prop to talk about. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, welcome into ESPN Kansas City in Kansas City, Missouri. You're listening live to the best sports betting news and information of the sports betting capital of the world, Las Vegas. Welcome to VSAN family and to Live Bet Saturday. Jonathan Von Tobel, Danny Burke alongside. All right, let's get to Brad Thomas, batting analyst, NBC Sports. I was told, look at that. Give him the full shot. Let me see the full shot, please. Can I get a full <laughs> camera shot? Because. Uh, Brad, I was just making this case, the potential annoying path of Tom Brady to an NFC Championship and Super Bowl might be there for the taking. I might also have the Buccaneers money line and a small sprinkle on Buccaneers 30-1 to to win the Super Bowl, and I would assume you believe maybe the same thing. Yeah, I actually have Bucs to win the Super Bowl at 35-1. to uh, Call me crazy, but listen, if anybody can do it, it's got to be Tom Brady, right? Like, even when the Bucs won the Super Bowl two seasons ago, it wasn't like Tom was playing all that great. Like, he was playing good football, probably better football than he is now. But that defense was carrying him. And one thing that hasn't changed is the defense has been good. They remain to continuously get more and more healthy on the defensive end. And in this game against the, the Cowboys, we've seen how turnover-prone Dak Prescott is. Like, I just see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers picking off at least once, maybe twice. That's going to be a huge momentum shift. I like the Bucks Getting it home at, at prime time is just it's a beautiful setup for Tom Brady. All right, Brad. Well, it seems like you and JVT, you know, you guys are hanging your head yeah. on the Buccaneers train. I, I don't disagree with it. I, I like the angle, but it uh, looks like you and I, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> I, I dig the value. And you're right. There's a guy to do it. It certainly has to be Tom Brady. Uh, looks like you and I are on the same page with this Chargers and Jags game. So I bet the total over 46 in the hook. You're expecting this to be higher scoring, but you bet it in kind of a different way. Is that right? Yeah, I did. So I do love the over here. Um, I bet this a little bit more of a fun way. I bet this game to be the highest scoring game of Wild Card Weekend. I actually gave this out on the Greg Peterson experience. It's crazy. I haven't seen a line move this fast in, what, since Wednesday? It was plus 500. It's now down to plus 325. But I like this game to explode. We have two teams whose strengths exploit the other's weaknesses on defense. Two teams who are playing in really good conditions. Like, it should be about 45, 50 degrees. Uh, they're not on the bay in Jacksonville there. I'm in Orlando, so I'm, I'm not too far away. I know the weather's great. I'm actually going to have to put on a jacket, but it's great sports weather. And then you look at the only other game that ha- that I think has massive over potential. That's Vikings and Giants. And we see that the Giants, we've seen this time and time again, that the Giants want to slow the game down. They play good enough defense to, to kind of stop teams. And I think they'll do enough to make sure that they don't get beat by Justin Jefferson. What that means is it's going to be a lot more running for the Minnesota Vikings. I think that total actually goes under. Well, I know a lot of people are going to play that over. So if we can just hit our total, if we get to clear the 47, which means we score 48 points and all the others go under, we we smash that bet. So it's pretty good value even at plus 325. All right, let's go to the early game today. Uh, San Francisco and Seattle kick off 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um you have a prop here, and I want to get your thoughts. You could tie it into the analysis on the prop. Does the weather turn you off at all? Because I'm of the mindset right now, Brad, that I think the market is kind of overvaluing the weather, and I've bet this game over the total. But what do you make of the weather, the impact on the game, and what it means for the prop bet you've made? Yeah, so I think the weather is making people go a little bit crazy here. I think we saw a similar situation when the 49ers played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Everyone ran to the under. They smashed that under, and they smashed that over. The uh, 49ers did. And I think why I like lean the over in this game is because 
of the defense that the 49ers play. Geno, Geno Smith, uh, throughout the past few weeks, has been throwing all these turnover-worthy balls, which means we're going to see a lot of short fields for the 49ers. And the 49ers, under Shanahan, play... They the stylistically they can move the ball in wet weather because not everything is over the top and you don't really want to throw a bunch of balls over the top in Brock Purdy's first playoff ex- uh, place first playoff game excuse me which also ties into the prop I like that's Christian McCaffrey over 115 rushing and receiving yards yes I know this is sketchy because he has only hit this in three of the uh, the nine that he's played or three he's three he's three of six excuse me that he's played with uh, Brock Purdy but. We're going against the Seattle team, who is 20th in defensive DVOA against the run, allowing 150 rush yards per game. And the best part about McCaffrey is he's going to be involved not only running the ball. I think he's going to run the ball around 17 times. He's also very effective in the passing game, short yardage passing. And he's runs these when he runs, he always breaks one for 10 to 15 yards. Those chunk runs are really, really impressive. And chunk runs against the Seattle team happen so often because they miss so many tackles. So I like that prop bet. I lean the over. And I actually do think the 49ers score a ton of points. I couldn't imagine Seattle scoring more than 14. So if you want to guess, uh, if you want to take minus 10, I think you're, you're totally cool, especially if you're getting even money on it. Hey, Brett, I want to move to the AFC South matchup, or AFC East, pardon me, with the uh, Bills and the Dolphins. Of course, maybe not going to be as exciting as we thought it could be now that Skylar Thompson is going to be in the mix. For Miami, we see Buffalo as high as a 14-point favorite, although 13.5s are widely available. What would you maybe suggest for people who do want to get involved in this game? They like Buffalo, but they're not sure if they want to lay that much. Yeah, I would tease this. I teased this with the Bengals. Um, I teased it a little bit earlier, but I, I still think you're still catching a, a pretty fair price. Six-point teaser. Don't go too crazy on the juice. I'd probably say my comfortable juice level is minus 120 to minus 130 on this one. Skylar Thompson, I don't even think he was that great of a quarterback coming out, hasn't proved anything to me. He has all the weapons, but even we saw in that Jets game, he struggles to move the ball down the field, struggles to make quality passes. He has more time knowing that he's going to be the starting quarterback than he did in that Jets game, but this Bills team... Playing in Buffalo, this is going to be a hostile environment. And you know the superstar factor that everyone talks about. When team's star player goes out, the other team generally covers more often. Be- the, the team without the superstar covers more often because the other team takes them lightly. Well, luckily for the, for the Bills and Bills backers, this is a divisional game. And Miami already beat them once, and they played them twice. Tough the second time. So you better believe the Bills are going to be ready to play. And, of course, we have to talk about the DeMar Hamlin factor. They are going to want to win a Super Bowl for DeMar, which means that's a sense of urgency in every single game they play. Would I play the 14? Probably not. But I do like another angle. If you if you hate playing teasers, I would play the Miami Dolphins team total under just because it, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to move the ball that effectively. Sorry, I'm distracted. So we got 31.9 seconds left to go. Uh, Tennessee actually just got uh, a very beneficial whistle. They got a tie-up. They got the ball. Uh, it's 58-56, and it does look like they committed an offensive set, uh, <clears throat> foul. So Kentucky's going to get this ball 31-6 left to go uh, in the game. All right, uh, really quickly, let's talk a little bit about the AFC North matchup then. Uh, Cincinnati overall, what are your thoughts on this game? And is the market maybe, I don't know, getting a little out of hand with this number here for the Bengals taking on the Baltimore Ravens, potentially their third-string quarterback? Yeah, I mean, if they would add at least Snoop Huntley, I probably would have been a little bit more excited for the Ravens. Like, the Ravens play pretty good defense, right? But this they're actually running into a Bengals team who's actually very, very hot right now. They started the season, and they struggled. And another thing why I like the Bengals, I, I'm okay with playing the 8.5, by the way, is because what the Ravens are going to want to do is they're going to lean on their running game. The Bengals play great rush defense. So then you're going to, at some point, going to have to challenge him with Anthony Brown, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think Anthony Brown's going to see a lot of pressure in his face. And the Bengals, you know, they want to stick it to the league. They have a motivation factor as well. The league's saying, oh, this neutral side coin flip, all this nonsense that is clouding their heads. I think they win this game comfortably. The last time these two teams played, it was a comfortable game, and the the Bengals didn't even try. It was crazy. That game uh, was a live line of 11 points. The Bengals had an 11-point lead. They didn't even try. They were running the ball, punting, not not caring. And the Ravens were getting the ball in great field position, just couldn't do anything. So I, I like the Bengals a lot here. It's just a big talent advantage from offense to offense with uh, Anthony Brown playing versus Joe Burrow. 
Hey, Brad, really quick, we'll get you out of here on this. You kind of told us you're an NFC representative, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whether it's more <laughs> of the fan or actual bet, but uh, who do you like to make it out of the AFC? Oh, man, I like the Bengals to make it out of the AFC. Um, I I, I want to say Chiefs. I want to say Bills. Like, I, I think the Chiefs are, are playing great football. They, they haven't had, had to face much adversity. But the Bengals just have something special where they're able to stop the run. They're able to make big plays down the field. Both of those two things matter because if you need to get in a shootout, you need the big plays down the field. But if you want to play the tough, grinded out football games, you're going to have to be able to stop the run. I can't say that much about the other teams in the AFC, but I can say that about the Bengals. Brad, we appreciate some time today, man. Thank you very much. Good luck, and uh, hopefully you can get into that game on Monday. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Take care. Best of luck on that Bucks future. Ticket, fire yep. the cannons, raise the flag. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Mr. Brad Thomas uh, up on Twitter. Uh, Danny, can I tell you that one of the more annoying things in basketball that I will never understand, so Kentucky is up by three. Tennessee has the ball. I'll never understand the concept of the quick two. I mean, I guess I kind of understand it to a certain extent, but you blow the layup on a quick two. Kentucky gets it. You foul. You like Just attempt a three-point shot. If you're going to miss, you're going to foul anyway. Did you see the Bulls game against the Wizards when there was five seconds? The Bulls were trailing by three, and I Zach did. Levine went to go take a two-point shot, and then they're complaining he didn't get fouled. Why are you even taking a two in the first place? I read it doesn't his, make any sense. His explanation was that he thought he had been fouled already, and so he thought he had the continuation and the shot, like you know what I mean, and the attempt to go for but he it. He was thus, already when he got touched, he was like past the, the three-point line. It I'm was with you. Ridiculous. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Uh, that was his explanation. <laughs> Wow, this kid's got a powerful unibrow that they're showing here on the Tennessee game. All right, we'll take our break. When we come back, we have plenty left to get to, including analysis on uh, eyebrow maintenance. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge, and come on, who isn't? VEASAN's experts got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for a special indirectory price at $9.99. Get access to the best betting talent of the game. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get everything we do to make you a better bettor. That includes lots of stuff like pro tools, pro picks, and pro tips, along with 24-7 video channel. Pro subscribers also receive VEASAN betting guides, previewing major sports and events. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. Only $9.99 gets you in the door. That's VSAN.com slash subscribe. Ring the bell. I don't know what you do when ha- when upsets happen. We do have a pretty meaty upset here in college basketball. Kentucky pulls it off, Danny. Uh, they get an outright win over Tennessee. They were about a 5-1 to one underdog uh, on the money line today against the Volunteers. They snap an 0-10 ATS slide that they were on coming into this game. Final score, 63-56. to And on the road at that, we've seen some strong road wins in college basketball this season but Kentucky gets one of the better ones. They just lose, what, four or five days ago to South Carolina outright, then go on the road and grab an outright victory from the Volunteers. Look at that. Good pick by you, JBT. You know, you never you never wavered, even when they were down 8 nothing, baby. The positivity was there the entire time. But, no, that was an impressive effort out of Kentucky, and it was really funny looking at the stats heading into the second half. We kind of expected Kentucky to hang on, so to speak, but not to really clinch the outright victory, per se, based on just the fact that Tennessee had really played so sloppily, and I I don't know. And then in the second half, I I wasn't watching it too much, but I guess they really just didn't make as much adjustments in the necessary ways that we thought they were going to. I think they did. I think that, and I look, Watching that game, they play that 100 times. I'm not sure how many Kentucky's actually winning outright. Uh, but when the little things like offensive rebounds and whatnot go your way, uh, Tennessee sure. also missed a ton. I would love to see the individual numbers in terms of like shots within four feet. It did seem like Tennessee was missing a lot of easy give-me ba- uh, buckets around the basket. So we'll see. You know, I, th- I would think that probably plays into them, at least not winning this game outright. Covering is another thing. I think Kentucky probably covers – at a much higher rate if they play that thing 100 times. But as far as winning that game outright, a lot of the little things uh, went Kentucky's way. Uh, we should also note the other scores. Uh, I think we do have a double check here. I think we got one other final. Yeah, we got a couple other finals in the books to mention. Uh, first off, a one-point game. It is a victory for Oklahoma. So if West Virginia falls to 0-5 in Big 12 play, they lose outright to Oklahoma 77-76. Uh, in the Big East, Seton Hall gets a win over DePaul. So that's a 71-67 final from earlier today. 
And uh, I'll mention the A-10. It's an interesting league, and the um, the other ones I don't really care about. George Mason, 67. Davidson, 65. So those are the finals. For those who really do care, Cleveland State gets an 89-54 whooping on IUPUI. Drexel takes out Northeastern, 76-55. to We have all these other games that are currently underway, including, I mean, we were all waiting to get to this one. Oh, worth mentioning, though. Early 1915 lead for Louisville. 18 or 825 left to go in the first half. Uh, of course, North Carolina in this game as a sizable favorite as a Louisville, of course, uh, struggling to say the least this season so far. Uh, this number closed. I'm going to get this for you really quickly because it's uh, definitely worth mentioning. Louisville closed as a 14-point underdog on its own home floor here, up by four with 810 left to go in the first half. And also, nothing's ever safe, Danny. And you mentioned, you know, betting some of these games – Miami 65, Milwaukee 62, Gabe Vincent with 25 points for the Miami Heat, but Miami having some trouble with the Giannis Antetokounmpo-less Milwaukee Bucks so far. Yeah, now 67, 62, five and a half on the live line. Selfishly, I'm hoping Milwaukee kind of takes the lead so I can jump in on Miami. But, Appreciate your support, you know, being the, I was going to say, being the nice guy that I am, though, I just want a comfortable win for our guy JVT. I, I want it to be a sweat-free bet for you, buddy. Uh, as revenge, I will mention that the in-game total for Wisconsin-Indiana is at 101.5. Hey, I'm talking nice over here, baby. Come on. Yeah, no, that's, that's terrible, dude. It's down to 102.5 right now. I mean, This has just been comical. I will say, I think uh, to the point of where we're expecting a quicker pace and whatnot, Indiana is upholding their end of the bargain. Like Indiana's playing a little bit quicker in the second yeah. half so far. I think they've got like 21 points. Somewhere in that range, like they are holding up their end of the bargain. The problem is that a Wisconsin in the second half has had absolutely nothing offensively. They're not playing with pace. They're not really doing much. And the problem also is, is Wisconsin right now is in the middle of a seven nothing run. The problem is that seven nothing run now a ten nothing run. I think uh, no Indiana just snapped that. Excuse me. Sorry, there's a tripod in my way. Um, that seven nothing run lasted over three minutes. So it's not like it's not like they're scoring <laughs> with quickness. Uh, it has been a slog. So right now, 41-29, uh, we got an in-game total of 101.5. I'm rooting for overtime. Let's get this thing to overtime. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we call <laughs> overtime. It'll still go under. We're going <laughs> to need triple overtime, I think, to get it over that number. But, hey, we were saying, I mean, it was at 110.5 toward the end of the first half, and I was like, I think I'd still take that under just based on where the pace of this game was heading toward. And you're right. I mean, Indiana at least is making the effort and has scored – uh, an okay amount in the second half, not nearly enough to even give it life. But Wisconsin just, for some reason, has no solution offensively themselves. And it's not like it was a shock with their top guy out. This has been a thing for, what, the past mm -hmm. three or four games? And they've still been able to get the ball in the bucket fairly consistently. And you would have thought that that would have been, I don't know, just uh, emphasized more so against this Indiana defense that has really, really been weak this entire year. But credit to IU, I suppose, they're holding their end of the bargain on the defensive side. So I have been told that we should talk about what is allegedly going to be one of the better games of Wild Card Weekend. No, it is. It's going to be exciting. Uh, New York Giants on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. So I'll ask you this, and I'll present it in this way. What do you do, Danny, as a better when it comes to market adjustments? And I, I bring this up because we saw these two teams play what, two, three weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, mm -hmm. Vikings closed as a four-and-a-half-point favorite in a game that went to overtime and it was won by a field goal. Now in the playoffs, it is a three-point line that seems to be moving, like on the verge of moving to two-and-a-half. Uh, there's threes across the board. South Point, by the way, it does be like benefit a lot of people who live out here in Las Vegas. South Point does not alter the juice, so there's no like two-and-a-half minus 120. South Point's at two-and-a-half minus 110. So we're looking at two and a half popping up now, or it seems to be the case. They will pop up with some frequency by the time we get to kickoff here. Is a potential two-point adjustment on this line warranted in your mind? We saw four and a half when these two teams met a couple of weeks ago, and now we have a two and a half in the market. I think it is. I, I think it is because not only did the Giants cover that number in that game, but they arguably could have won it. I mean, if you just look at the box score, you know, the Giants averaged 6.7 yards per play in that game. The Vikings were at a flat five. And what was also notable, too, is a turnover differential. So the Vikings, or rather the Giants, committed two turnovers when really throughout this entire season, they've been one of the better teams in terms of turnover differential at plus three. And they have the second fewest giveaways in the NFL. Yet 
despite averaging more yards per play and the two turnovers, you know, all of those things, they only lost by three. You would think in maybe the second go around with the Minnesota team that is constantly shaky that the Giants can capitalize on that. And let's be honest, I, I and I've been a big Viking supporter. You know, I had them preseason over eight and a half wins. It was one of my favorite bets. I, I backed them before and it's of course always a sweat, but I think Brian Dable is for sure the better coach in this situation. I mean, O'Connell's got this team winning in the right direction, but nothing is ever comfortable. And the defense for both teams, statistically speaking, is very, very bad. But Minnesota's is just like awful at the beginning stages of games so often. And that's why they always seem like they're climbing out of this hole. And that's where the coaching matters. And Dable gets a slight nod. Now, if you do believe in Minnesota, then you have to believe in Dalvin Cook because the Giants run defense allowed the second most yards per rush attempt at 5.2. So if you can get Dalvin Cook established, which the Vikings have had really a tough time doing that over the last three games, he has been inefficient. But if you can get him to do that in this game, what does that set up? It sets up play action, which is Kirk Cousins' bread and butter with Justin Jefferson, Osborne, Thielen, Hawkinson, whoever you want it to be. That's the key to the Vikings' success is getting that run game going right away. So if you think they can do that, I think Minnesota has the better talent for sure to win this game. But again, they just can't help but get in their own way. And they made Daniel Jones look like a competent quarterback. I mean, JVT went 30 of 42 for 334 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Like, how are you letting Daniel Jones do that? And I do believe there is a home field advantage for Minnesota. There's not one for every team, as you and I discuss a lot. But I truly believe the Vikings have one just because of their crowd and because they just play better at home themselves, even though it's still necessarily is never a seamless win. I I would lean toward taking the points with the Giants. I didn't do anything here. I wouldn't hate teasing up Minnesota. Again, I think all but two wins have been within the teaser number for Minnesota. The only two that weren't were when they played the Packers week one and the Bears last week, which was a tanking game for Chicago. So I think if you want to have a little bit more security, absolutely consider teasing up the Giants. Yeah, okay, yeah, teasing up the Giants. Um, especially, and you're getting in that range of like the Wong teaser if it drops, but still. Uh, I got. I got to say. So I think I would agree with all your points. I think it kind of leans me toward betting this thing over. It opened forty-seven. Sure. Uh, it's at forty-eight now. Forty-seven is more of a key number. So if, you know you could still kind of get in on a forty-eight over. Uh, but your point about Dable is, I think, a very solid one. He's going to be able to score here. I just, if we're talking about a team that would, the market deemed as a four and a half point favorite a couple of weeks ago, now under a field goal, a key number to three. I find myself gravitating toward the Minnesota Vikings. All right, we'll take our break. Uh, on the other side, let's give you every single bet that we've made so far for Wildcard Weekend. We'll give you score updates, including North Carolina, who's taking the lead on the road against Louisville. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSAN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you're going to get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager of four legs or more in any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Awards issued. Is not withdrawable. Free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. A 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. A, uh, a quick update as uh, the other game contest affair that we are sweating out. Me. Um... I do it for the show. You know what I mean? I'm like Danny. I want to have some action. You know, we're here for three hours. <laughs> Got to sweat some stuff out here. Um, 77-71, Miami Heat up on top as we enter the fourth quarter of the Milwaukee Bucks matchup here. The notable statistic that we should point out then the reason why the Milwaukee Bucks are hanging around, Bucks today, Daniel, 13 of 35 from three-point range, shooting relatively well on high volume. But the Heat... 9 of 19, so 47% on a little bit of a lower volume there for Miami. We will see if uh, the Heat can hold on. The fourth quarter, of course, is a dangerous place. What is, um, what's his face? I was going to call him Scott Hansen, but that's the, the catch a predator guy. Who's the, uh, who's the red zone guy? Um, calls it, what is it? Yeah, you got it. Is this Scott Hansen? Who's the catch a predator guy? Is that also Scott Hansen? Chris Hansen. There we go. Thank you very much. Have you heard that wild story, by the way? About like why apparently to catch a predator went off the air. I just oh, heard that like crazy. the other day. Yeah, <laughs> I won't tell the story on the air. I don't think I'm allowed to tell it on the air. Just Google it. It's wild. Anyway, where I was going, um, I was talking about the NBA. Surprisingly enough, fourth quarter witching hour in the NBA. You have no idea what's going to happen in the fourth quarter of these games. Uh, fourth quarter where leads are blown and deficits are surmounted. I don't know. Uh, either way, don't sleep on anything. It's a 79-71 lead with 11 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter there. Uh, also, we're not worth updating. I mean, it's a 20, it's a 13-point game. 49-36, Indiana up on top of Wisconsin. It does matter to an extent that uh, Indiana is looking to snap this skid that they are on 0-7 ATS in their last seven games. All right, we move on. Let's go to the National Football League. Let's talk about our bets really quickly. Danny, I will give you the floor um, you and I share a teaser, albeit a uh, one leg at least, and I think on some different numbers. So I'll just go, I'll start. I teased the Bengals down earlier in the week when they were seven point favorites, got this down to one. Um, now, of course, this is upwards of nine. I don't know, even if Baltimore is going to roll with Anthony Brown as their third string quarterback, I get the way that the final week looked for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but I would say that Cincinnati, I'm not sure. I think the market's getting a little overzealous here. When you're talking about laying eight and a half, nine, Danny, with a game total of 40 and a half, you're in a much better position if you had the ability to to tease that number down uh, and get through two key numbers as opposed to where it's at now. I would, it's still teasable at eight and a half. You can get it down. I, I know that you used a seven point teaser. Uh, I think six at a cheaper price, a little bit more beneficial. You're still getting through seven and three. Still worth it in my mind, especially with a total of 40 and a half. Uh, but I, I I don't think there's any other way you're attacking this other than teasing Cincinnati down. Completely agree. And, yeah, the reason that I had to use the seven-point teaser is because I had the 49ers as my other leg, so they've been at nine in the hook, so I got them under the key number of three. So, again, you know, say what you want about the weather, but it's also Brock Purdy 
coming into the mix for his first playoff game as a rookie. Maybe you want to have a tad bit more cushion, so you get him under the key number three. Pair it with the Bengals in a division game. Just played this opponent. Even if Lamar was in the game, I still like Cincinnati, but you are in that prime teaser position. So, yeah, I got Cincinnati when they were at eight in the hook. So uh, teasing them down by seven gets you to one in the hook, and I don't think Cincinnati's going to have any issues winning this game by at least a field goal or more. Yeah, and the other, I am uh, I'll tell you this much. You want my children to eat their like if you want my children to eat and survive going forward, we need the Buccaneers to win today. Um, no, I would never do that to them. Uh, I would just not feed them because I don't like them. No, the Buccaneers. Uh, I've got a lot tied to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I've got a money line. I teased them up uh, here against the Dallas Cowboys, and it might be look. This might be short sighted analysis here, Danny, but I think for there's quite a few reasons why. First of which is I do believe the Cowboys to be an overvalued team. I do not think that the Dallas Cowboys are this team that in the middle of the season a lot of people really believed in. Right? The premier pass rush, the defense that was impressing a lot of people, uh, that offense that looked unstoppable to a certain extent. I, I think when you really analyze what the Cowboys did throughout the season, they were, like a lot of good teams do, by the way, taking advantage of a somewhat soft schedule, a team that from a pass rush standpoint was picking on a lot of poor offensive lines. This, this team, I think, in Tampa Bay is getting better. You saw the explosiveness return against Carolina. They're starting to get healthy. Guys are starting to find their role. Dudes like Tom Brady and others are grading higher as the weeks have gone along. I, I think we're actually just starting to see continuity from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, as opposed to the team that has been scuffling all year long and thus teasing them down or teasing them up I think was super beneficial, although the total is getting to the point where it's a little bit higher. And also looking at them to win this game outright I, I think is the way to go against the Cowboys team that I don't have rated as high as the market does. Yeah, look, I mean, it comes down to, in my opinion, at least, you know, Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott, because the coaches being equally bad kind of cross each other out, I think. And then you have the GOAT against Dak Prescott, who has been completely susceptible in terms of the turnovers. Uh, you mentioned the total, JVT. I actually bet the first half total under 22 in the hook. So if you look at DVOA and just football outsiders, Tampa Bay is rated as the best first-half defense. They're limiting opponents to just 9.2 first-half points per game. And conversely, for Tampa Bay offensively, we know their struggles. And a lot of times we don't see their offensive success till it's them doing the two-minute drill and trailing or trying to get a game-winning drive. But Tampa Bay is only getting 8.6 first-half points per game. I think they're going to attempt to get the run game going. And it's going to be inefficient like it has been the entire year, not only because it just has been good, but you're going up against a stout Dallas defense. Conversely for Dallas, well, maybe they don't want to put too much pressure on Dak right away. You don't want him to feel uncomfortable making a crucial mistake. They have the dual-headed threat of Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, try to get that going, winds more time down. And let's not forget the first time they played, not saying it's going to be just like this, but 19-3, to was the end of that game. That was the final score. Again, I don't think it's going to be like that, but I just don't really envision this being a higher scoring battle unless somehow the offensive play calling from Tampa Bay immediately is great and it's working very viably, but that has not been the case at all this year. I do agree. They have looked better and they should be better. I like them in this game. I didn't bet it, but I would look to tease them up as you were mentioning. But the point is, I just think it's going to be kind of a feel it out type of first half, and then you kind of uh, unravel some of the playbook more so in the second half when the desperation levels become a little bit higher. But I, I would be shocked if this was a higher scoring affair in the beginning stages. Yeah, and Dak Prescott, I don't know what happened, but over the last seven games where you see this spike in turnover-worthy plays, 4.3% yeah. in terms of the turnover-worthy play rate. Uh, for those who don't know, turnover-worthy play rate is essentially your, the, the amount of turnover-worthy plays you commit on your pass attempts. Uh, so he's got 12 over the course of 242 uh, pass attempts, so pretty high. He's thrown 11 interceptions. 4.3% is a poor rate, by the way, for anybody who is wondering. Uh, and if he's going to continue to do that, then, I mean, that's also a very big problem for this Cowboys team. So uh, we will see. I also would not be surprised at the Buccaneers, obviously, because any other result can play out. That's why I don't like – I've seen a lot of, like, I can't envision a scenario where Team X, Y, and Z lose. Like, well, then you're not thinking hard enough because it's the NFL playoffs, and over the course of a nine-game, like a nine-possession, ten-possession sample size, which is minuscule, a lot can happen. So I can totally envision a scenario in which the Cowboys uh, come out and win this game, but uh, I think the probability of that is uh, a little bit higher than the market would give at this point right now. And the others that I have tied in here from a bet standpoint, um, I'm tied in pretty strongly this 49ers game. Bet the 49ers at minus nine and a half. 
Also bet this thing over 42. You Do you have anything for these games later today outside I just of the got teaser? The total, yeah, I got that teaser, and then I got the total over 46 in the hook okay. for Jags and Chargers. And then I took a uh, little bet in college hoops with Texas Tech plus nine. Oh, that's right. Walk us through that. Later. That's my fault. Yeah, go. Yeah, no, no. I mean, so I, I just think they're catching too many points here against Texas. And Texas has been good with all, you know, the adversity, uh, distractions, whatever you want to call it, that they've been dealing with. But look, Texas Tech, yes, they are own foreign conference play. They've been looking bad. But historically, I mean, they play Texas really close. And this has to be the turning point for their season right now, especially after their pitiful uh, recent performance. Again, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I just think nine's a little bit too high based on what we've seen recency bias-wise for these teams, and I think the Red Raiders will come out and be able to keep this one close enough to hopefully cover that nine spot. like it. I like it a lot. All right, 156 left to go in the first half. North Carolina up 29-26. They missed free throw just now. we got another one coming, so obviously it uh, looks like the uh, Louisville Cardinals in a uh, pretty good position to cover a first-half line here. We'll see if that is the case. Uh, crazier things have happened over the course of two minutes in a basketball game. And the Heat opening this thing back up, 91-79, 8 left to go in the fourth. All right, guys, we'll have you for the rest of the way here for Danny, myself, and the crew. Thank you very much, Danny. Good luck later today, and I'll talk to you next week, buddy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.